before BSO, I was Michelangelo, the artistic flow coming from STM on the legendary shows. I knew I'd be a star, but did I know it wouldn't be from far? See, that's the big league, the radar online. I wasn't the undefeated, but I still was gonna shine. I took a few L's, took them shots like pop, but then I got my weight up, like Jason Witten or high. it like Ryan Hart, skipping Bailey, Shannon Sharp. Don't have to scream like Stephen A to get my point across. Jamel Hills won carry championships. They were quick to pull the gun, hoping Rob would quit. But 15 years later, Rob's still the shit. Rob's still legit. Rob's still on everyone's top of powerless. Rob is courtside. Rob is ringside. Catch Rob outside at the 50-yard line. Don't act surprised. Rob is a winner. George Steinbrenner cooking up these headlines. What you want for dinner? The Black Sports Center. You know who I be. Triple OG, the Ohio State University, that's who reps me, I love for a friend, I just murdered this track, caught at a dead spin, the headline king is back. I'm sure many of you saw Des Bryant's very colorful tweet uh, to Malika Andrews. Uh, criticizing her and ESPN for their coverage or lack thereof of the Josh Giddy uh, accusations. Uh, Giddy has been accused of having relations with a underage girl and is uh, still currently uh, playing for the Oklahoma City Thunder while an investigation is going on by the NBA and the police in Newport Beach uh, is taking a look uh, at the case. Uh, this is Headlines uh, with Robert Latow. Thank you for joining me as always. You beat a man. You got to beat the man. Woo! Now, Miss Andrews is uh, someone that has taken a lot of social media heat uh, over the past uh, few years. The situation where she kind of came into the spotlight um, kind of set her on the wrong path in some people's opinion. Um, obviously, this happened with Rachel Nichols when a private conversation uh, between Rachel Nichols, um, I believe in her agent or, or some um, advisor, where she spoke about how they were giving away her NBA finals uh, job and they were doing it because they were trying to look good because of everything that was going on with George Floyd and everything. So they wanted to give it to a black woman that they didn't really mean it. They were just faking it, et cetera, et cetera. It was a personal call. It got recorded. It got leaked, uh, led to uh, Rachel Nichols uh, leaving. Um, and eventually, as uh, some of the things went in motion and some other people uh, left as well, Malika Andrews ended up taking uh, that spot. Uh, going further with that, um, some individuals, a lot of people believe uh, that Miss Andrews takes unnecessary shots uh, at Black athletes, uh, bringing up past uh, trauma, past uh, incidents uh, that may have happened years ago or things that have been cleared of um, at inopportune times. Um, it didn't help uh, Miss Andrews uh reputation in the social media streets uh when they found out that her fiance uh was ESPN uh insider Dave 
uh, McMenamin, so who is, you know, if you don't know, is white. Uh, all of these things have kind of combined together uh, to where she takes a lot of slander on the social uh, media streets. Obviously, there are people that have come to her defense. Um, in the case of Des Bryant, is someone that felt strongly uh, that there was a double standard in the reporting for Josh Giddy in, in regards to other athletes uh, that ESPN has covered, uh, Black athletes over the years. Now, it's not my job to change your opinion on Ms. Andrews or Des Bryant or ESPN or anything like that. It is one thing, though, that I want to tell you about that you might not know. And it may change your opinion, might not change your opinion. Make Maybe make your opinion stronger, maybe make your opinion weaker. But I think it's important to know. This is an important thing to know. I don't believe uh, that Miss Andrews is someone that goes into the studio and says, I want to talk about X, Y, and Z. I want to slander this guy. I want to slander this guy. I have certain feelings about black men, so I'm going to say this and say that. Don't necessarily think that is the the case. What does happen, though, is that a producer or the person that is in control of what is talked about on these shows makes the decision on who they want to talk about these issues. And I can tell you from experience, I can tell you as a fact that they like to have Black reporters, male and female, when there's negative stories about Black athletes, they like for them to do the story. They feel that it takes a little bit of the hmm off of it. If you get what I'm saying, the hmm off of it. These are facts. This is not fiction. That if it's a story and it's a black athlete and, and there's something about his past uh, or he's in some sort of trouble, uh, it's not unusual for the person that's running the show, the producer, uh, you know, the head of the show, whoever that may be. I'm talking about executives behind the scenes to say, hey, Malika, when we talk about Kyrie Irving, mention this. When you speak about uh, Des Bryant, say this. When you are talking to this draft pick, mention that. That's their job. That's what they tell them to do. And they do it because they believe in their mind it will sound better coming from a black voice than a white voice because that allure of racism and prejudice when a white person is asking a black person about their trauma and things that have happened to them or things that they've been accused of, they feel like it's easy. It's the same reason someone like Herschel Walker uh, gets pushed to, to be in politics, right? Herschel Walker is an idiot, but he's a black man that white people can use to say the things that they can't say out loud. So I would not be shocked if ESPN realizing that, you know, drama sales, engagement sales, is that they go to Malika in these certain situations and be like, you do it. You say it. You put it out there. You Even though they know it's going to be pushback. And 
she goes out and do it. Now, here's the really, really important distinction about that. And I don't have an answer to this. Only Miss Andrews and others who have been accused of this have an answer to that. How would they handle a situation where they feel they're uncomfortable putting this information out there? Do they give pushback to their bosses about this? That's really the major key that we're talking about. Stephen A. Smith can talk about whatever he wants. So when you see Stephen A. Smith say something, he's made that decision on his own. If he's going to talk bad about somebody, he's going to talk good about somebody. If he's going to talk about the Cowboys for five uh, segments, Stephen A. told you, look, we talk about Dak Prescott's turnovers because it gets more engagement than Josh Allen. Black quarterbacks, Dak Prescott, the Cowboys, Lamar Jackson, that's going to get more engagement. He told you that up front. So there's no faking in his front. You know what you're dealing with. So if you choose to engage with it, that's on you. What we don't know is when this is presented to Malika. And it is, hey, we want you to talk about this coach, but we also want you to mention what he did, what happened to him 13 years ago. <laughs> we want you to sit on draft night, and when you see these draft picks, you, I want you to talk about this trauma or this incident that happened in their past on their should be the happiest night of their life. Is she willing? Does she want to? Does she not want to push back on that? And while you think about that, just remember, it's a job. She has a boss. She has somebody over her. She has 100 people waiting in the wings to take her job. Just like she was ready to step in, there's always somebody else waiting to step in. So you have to ask yourself, what would you do? What type of, if you were in that situation, how would you handle it? See, it's easy for me. I don't have a boss. So I can pick and choose what I want to say and what I don't want to say. If Malika Andrews says, hey, we need to talk about Josh Gideon in the first segment. Is she going to go to her bosses and say that? Like, hey, we need to do a full segment on this. We need to get Big Perk, Richard Jefferson. We need to get some legal people on here. We need to get some lawyers. This is my show, NBA Today. I want a full 100%, you know, 10, 15-minute segment. We get some experts on here, and we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about the police. We're going to talk about the NBA. We're going to talk about if he should be suspended. We're going to talk about if it's a double standard between, like, what happened with John Moran. Is she going to her producers and saying that? Or when the producers say, look, this is what we're going to do. We're going to talk about LeBron again. We're going to talk about the Clippers again. We may get in a Jokic triple-double, okay? We're going to talk about John Morant when he's going to come back from his gun stuff. We're going to talk about something that Kyrie said again. Uh, We're going to talk about Russell Westbrook and the fam. And then in the last 10 seconds of the show, we'll mention that there's an investigation going on. Now, when her... The people to show, the people that put together the show, come to her with that. What does she do? Does she say fine? Does she say cool? <laughs> All right. It's just a job. Is it just a job to her? I do whatever you tell me to do. If my boss tells me to do it, I'm going to do it. That's my job. 
or do I have a little pushback? And let's be honest. Sometimes when you give a little pushback, you get pushed right out the door. Am I lying? I'm not lying. But sometimes you got to be pushed out the door. Listen to some of these people that have left ESPN and like, we're glad we left. We had a backbone. I didn't like what was going on. I did what I had to do. I moved on. I'm happier now. So I don't know. Like I said, I'm not going to change your opinion. I don't like it personally. In the sense that I think it's for a country that claims to all be about second chances. We have a tendency when something good happens to somebody to bring up the bad thing that happened to them before. No matter if it was a year, five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, but right. But then that seems to happen a lot more with black people than it does with white people. I didn't see a lot of that with Bob Knight. Like there's a lot of bad Bob Knight. We talked about that. There was a lot of bad Bob Knight. They kind of glossed over that. Right? They kind of glossed over that. They glossed over it. It's seen, I mean, it, and it's not a black sports thing, it's a black society thing. A black person makes a mistake, it's 10 times harder to get back up and move up that mountain again. A white person makes a mistake, they, you know, they make them a sandwich on top of the mountain and tell them that it's okay. We'll work through this together. We'll give you another opportunity, multiple opportunities. You can fail up. We don't know Malika Andrews. Only she knows, and the people that know her, how she really feels. All I know, she hates black men. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Or she could just be doing what her bosses tell her to do because that's what people with jobs do. Or she could have went in there and, and stomped her feet and, and yelled and said, I want to do 12 Josh Giddy segments, and they told her no. And they ain't can do about that either. <laughs> We don't know. What we do know is that there is systematic uh, racism in the world and on television. And that it's more likely that if a black individual gets in trouble or is accused of things, he's going to be seen guilty before innocent. There's a high likelihood, no matter who it was, if this was a black player, it would be a black NBA player, it would be getting more, more run. That's just true. That's just. I mean, it's life. It's unfortunate. And I'm not exactly sure how you change it at this moment. But that's the that's the facts. If that was shy on on Oklahoma City, that was, you know, it would be a, a, a bigger deal. It would be at the top page. And maybe the NBA would have stepped in. But it's an Australian white guy. So I think people won't care. They're going to just go away. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying Giddy is innocent or, or guilty. I don't know. That that thing can go a lot of different ways. I'm just talking about the coverage. You know it, I know it. They know it. They know it. They don't want to offend a certain demographic of people that watch the show. They know that demographic people cares more about them talking about LeBron. They care more about them talking about Russell Westbrook. You know, Kyrie Irving. And somebody said, well, you know, the difference between Kyrie Irving and Jai, Jai Moran is they, they put it online. Well, I get it. I get it. They, they did it themselves. But imagine getting suspended for a book. A book. And, yeah, I know he doubled down and all of this stuff like this, but it's a book. 
people should be able to read. Here's the thing: there's books about like Nazis, right? Let's so, say you're interested in what was happening in World War Two. And you say, hey, this is an interesting book about the Nazis. And I mean, not not saying that you believe in it or anything like that. You just it's just it's interesting. I'm into war strategy or whatever. Did you get suspended for that? Maybe. I don't know. It, it's very it's a big double standard. I'm moving on. EG hits to a little more, I guess, lighthearted <laughs> stories. Um, Ryan Shazier, former Buckeye, uh, ex-Steelers, got caught cheating. And his wife put all the text messages on Instagram. And he was sending books uh, to his uh, side chick, talking to him, you know, to help her, you know, with her, her oral sex and anal sex uh, game. Uh, game. And I'm going to tell you something why I'm mad at Ryan uh, Shazier, right? I'm going to tell you why I'm mad and why you, if you're in a relationship right now, you should be mad at Ryan Shazier as well. You know, athletes cheating is not a big story. It's not really a, a an interesting story. It happens every day. You know, people get cheated. In general, people get cheated on every day. It's not, it's not, a, it's not a, a, a surprising type of thing, right? But let me tell you why you should be mad at Ryan Shazier. Uh, if you don't know the story, you know, he was almost paralyzed uh, uh, during the game while he was playing with the Steelers. And then doctors were like, eh, we don't think you're going to walk uh, again. And, you know, his wife, uh, I believe Michelle, stayed by him the whole time. And and now, you know, he can walk. I mean, it's not great, but, you know, he can move around. Uh, some people would call it a miracle, right? <laughs> some people would call it a miracle. A beautiful thing. And that you should not, you got to be able to separate the thing. The fact that, you know, he's able to walk. And everything is still a miracle. People trying to take his legs and everything, trying to make him like old boy from Family Dad and all that stuff. That's not necessary. Let's not go too far uh, with it just because, you know, he, he went, you know, ghost on power. But here's why you should be upset if you're, if you're in a relationship. Why you should be upset with Ryan Shazer. If a man, right, uh, who had no legs, who was paralyzed, and his wife stayed by him, um, the entire time while he was paralyzed and not knowing, you know, how that life was going to look like, how that life was going to look like with their kids and all of this stuff. And he's able to walk and everything. And she's been with him through that entire time. And he would cheat on her. Why would you think your girl would think that you wouldn't cheat on her? And your legs work perfectly fine. You feel what I'm saying? Ryan Shazer just made it bad for everybody else. All the faithful bros, because you know black men don't cheat. But he's really light-skinned, so I don't know. He's made it bad for everybody else. Everybody with good legs are getting side-eyed today. If a man with no with, with, with shaky legs can cheat, a man that was paralyzed, his wife, you know, I'm sure had to do some things to help him out. I'm just feeding him soup, among other stuff. I'm not going to get too graphic. Your girl is looking at you like, well, if he does, if he could cheat, this fool just works at the shipyard. <laughs> this guy, this he just works for Amazon. My guy just works for Amazon. His legs work perfectly fine. I saw him just putting up Christmas lights. Are you getting side-eyed today? Paralyzed guy can cheat. Anybody can. Now, we all got to get. Now, we all got to get looked sideways because Ryan Shazer, you know, 
was texting like Tiger Woods. Because he, he he's like, well, we've been separated. Yeah, you, you wasn't that separated or she wouldn't have put it on Instagram, G. Now we all in trouble. Every, every girl that looked at that story and thought to herself, I, that lady stayed by this man when he ain't had no legs. My man got legs and arms. Where is he? And then you up here like, oh, I got to go run some errands. No errands being ran today, chief. You staying at home. <laughs> no hanging out with the boys today. Thanks to Ryan Shazier. You might have to pack it in for a month, chief. I wouldn't go nowhere if I was you. Ryan Shazier don't mess it up for everybody. All the bros. That's, come on, man. Don't mess it up for all of the bros. The faithful bros. This just a guy, guy right now at his house, chilling, got the day off, eating some frosted flakes, watching some, some, watching Colin Cowherd or something, minding his business. He probably just gets slapped right in the back of his head. Right in the back of his head. Girls like, you never cheat on me like Ryan Shazer. I kill you. This man is trying to enjoy his frosted flakes. Ain't did nothing wrong. Ain't did nothing wrong. Trying to enjoy his day. But because Ryan Shazer don't hopped his ass up out in Columbus, he lost him. I mean, we just, Ohio State, we just losing all over the place. Just taking L's left and right. This is ridiculous, man. Yeah, don't say you're sorry to your wife, Ryan. Say you're sorry to us, the bros. Von Miller is um, currently on the run from the cops. Uh, allegedly assaulted his uh, pregnant girlfriend, Megan Denise. They have an interest in history. I'm going to go through this. And I'm probably going to be missing some, <laughs> some parts because it's it's quite wild. I, I, I have no notes, but this is just from the stories that I've written over the years. Uh, Megan, the first time I've heard of her, uh, was actually a dancer at Floyd Mayweather's uh, strip club, you know, Money Team, uh, down in, in Las Vegas. I believe it's called The Girls Collection, uh, kind of in a rough part of a town down there in Vegas. Um, she had quite the, uh, I guess, the reputation for her skill set uh, while she was uh, outstripping in Vegas uh, for Mayweather. Uh, at some point, uh, she ran into Von Miller. Don't know if it was uh, on the pole or at some other uh, event, but they did start uh, dating. Uh, she has some very interesting tattoos. She has a big Tupac uh, tattoo on there. But anyway, they started dating. They even got uh, engaged. Uh, he he brought her to the ESPYs uh, one year. I think I actually interviewed him uh, at the ESPYs uh, one year. She got a big old Vani tattoo right there on the, her chest. Uh, everything looked like it was, it was going well. And then uh, they broke up. I mean, not a surprise, but they broke up. Sometime in the interim between breaking up and maybe getting back together, breaking up, getting back together, she got pregnant. And this did not please uh, Vaughn, okay? Uh, there was some text messages asking, uh, for, you know, trying to force her to get an abortion, calling her all type of crazy names, getting into it with the mamas, 
and all of that type of stuff. Eventually, she had the baby, covered up Devon uh, tattoo, and started dating Bobo, who was cheating on his girlfriend, Mulan Hernandez. I believe she started the OnlyFans to take care of the kid or whatever. Um, Vaughn started uh, dating, um, I can't think, the, the chick that used to date Rick Ross. <laughs> can't think of her name right now. Then Rick, the girl that was dating Rick Ross and 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 uh, Megan Denise was getting into it with Ball Ball and Mulan Hernandez. It was a lot of stuff going on and everything that all kind of washed out. And then he got back with her. No, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before he got back with her, uh, she accused him of assault, um, and they, the police actually had a sent it out to the DA. At some point, they reconciled doing that, and then she took it back and said, "Oh, he didn't, he didn't assault me or anything." And then the DA decided not to press charges. And when they didn't decide to press charges, that's when he ended up signing. Uh, with the bills. So anyway, they end up getting back together, having another kid. Uh, they've been together every, ever since. Uh, there are some been some things that have happened uh, that I'm not liberty uh, to say uh, while they've been together. And then you get to today, oh, she got another Vonnie tattoo somewhere on her chest. So she had covered up the one and now she got another one. I don't know what's going to happen after this. Anyway, so then uh, then we got what happened today where allegedly she's pregnant with her third uh, child and there was some sort of physical uh, altercation. She called the cops. The cops came. Vaughn was already gone. Um, they're looking for him as we speak. Um, what is the lesson here? You know, uh, you know, I get a lot of people on, on Twitter saying, oh, you, you can't, <laughs> oh, excuse me, uh, you can't turn a, you know, a hoe into a, to a housewife. I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> um, you know, people can change. People can change. Remember that, you know, that stripper that's like uh, married to the the Texas. You said with Texas, the assistant coach. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't necessarily um, believe that that can't happen. There's a prominent uh, couple that plays for the Broncos, <laughs> where you know, let's say the wife wasn't always so wholesome. So um, I don't know if it's that, you know, I, I will say that normally uh, if your relationship is kind of on this rocky, shaky foundation, uh, that doesn't, you know, change. If you're going to do it, you got to do it like Paul George. Remember Paul George met the stripper, had a one night stand. She got pregnant. He offered her a million dollars to have an abortion. She said, no, they went to court. And then at some point he realized, ah, what the hell is this? I'd rather be in my kid's life. I just marry her. <laughs> so he just married her. They had two other kids. You rarely hear from her. I think she was doing a swimsuit line or something like that. But she's not on the pole anymore. She's not on the milk yacht anymore. You got, and you got to just keep it quiet. You can't keep, you know, messing around and stuff like that. So I don't know what this means for the Bills, uh, besides maybe Josh Allen throwing more interceptions. I don't know if that joke hit like it was supposed to. <laughs> Woo! Follow me on Twitter at BSO, uh, Instagram BSO TV, uh, YouTube BSO uh, TV, Facebook Black Sports uh, Online. 
<laughs> I hope everyone um, has a uh, a good day. Uh, let's try to all stay out of trouble. Uh, I'm sorry, fellas, for what Ryan Shazer uh, did to you. Uh, go get your girl some flowers today.